You're listening to Building the Game with Rob and Jason. It's Building the Game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the Game, yeah, Building the Game. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday. It's December 31st, 2018. It's episode 344. Rob and Jason here. This is the end of the year. This is like the end of 2018 this is the last day of the year yeah last the last day today is the last day the last day of 2018 which is today 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 is the 31st it's the last day of the year yeah jason this is the last day of the year and we are recording on the last day of the year how many more days until next year zero Zero more days days. that's right zero more days it's fantastic it's really something Really something, really fantastic. Peaking a bit, I gotta turn that back. Yeah, I was just noticing that. We when we both talked, it was like. There we go. That's gonna be a little more control over the waveform. Over the wave. Over the waveform on today, which is the last day of the year. Yes. Today, the day this actually we're not recording it on the last day of the year, but it is the day. If we were how well, first of all, if we were, we're amazing because we released this actually yesterday. Right. (laughs) Right. Hey. So right. I, right. right. We have beer. I want to drink right. it. So quit saying right. Right. So for Christmas, uh, I got... The last day of the year is today. No. Yeah. yeah. That was a week ago yeah. was Christmas. Yeah. Today. So back on Christmas, six weeks ago, um, I got uh, a <laughs> Dragon's Milk gift set. You guys know I'm a big fan of Dragon's Milk. Um, mm-hmm. This was... You could only get this flavor in... in uh, um, uh, it's a Dragon's Milk Reserve, they like to call it, which is when they make Reserve. something fancy. Every year they make a fancy one or Reserve. a couple. So I had a banana coconut one. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. It was actually pretty good. Okay. Um, but this one you had to buy in a special set where you got these two sweet Dragon's Milk glasses. Yeah. This etching on it's it nice. is really nice, right? Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, but it is Dragon's Milk Reserve S'mores. S'mores. And I love s'mores. That's S apostrophe so, M-O-R-E-S. That's right. I'll have s'more. So anyways, super stoked about it. Super stoked about it. Um, and so you're sharing with me, which I am. is awesome. Well, I mean, mostly because I would be really crunked if I drank that bottle by <laughs> myself. Bottle. That's yeah. a, what is that? That's, that's a, a 22, I think. Uh, yeah, that, that's a 22. 22. So yeah. we're just going to have 11 ounces. All right. Hey, cheers, All right, man. Cheers, yeah. Merry Christmas. Here's to the end of the year. Yeah, All today. Right. Last day. Today is the last day. Hmm. Hmm. It's really smooth. Really smooth. smooth. Yep. Yeah. It is sweet. I can taste the sweetness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of malty. Yeah, a little, little maltier than the normal dragon's milk. Yep. I think. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mm. dig it. A little marshmallowy. <laughs> yeah, there, there is, there is, um, the, uh, yeah, it's the sweetness. There, there is that marshmallowy flavor. Uh, I'm not getting the gram as much. Man, let me try some more. I mean, dragon's milk on its own already has some chocolatey tones in it, anyway, right? Correct. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> The aftertaste is slightly different than normal dragon's milk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another, I have, Mm. I think I still have a bottle, and if I do, I will save it. It's only a 12 ounce. We can split it Mm -hmm. in a couple weeks. Uh, You're a fan of Neapolitan Stout, I think. Yeah. They made a special limited reserve. Reserve. That's the thing now, right? Reserve. Bourbon barrel. Bourbon barrel reserve. Neapolitan Stout. I think you shared that with me last time we were here. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, that's what I spilled, right? Yeah. It exploded? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, My friend uh, uh, Tammy came over. Uh Uh-huh. 
uh, with her husband Al, and uh, Al is a huge fan of Neapolitan South. So yeah. I was like, "Have you tried this?" And he hadn't. So I was very excited to be go. able to share that with him because he is. He's like a connoisseur of uh-huh. beer, oh, so is it's, he? Is it's he? very hard to, okay. to give him something he hasn't tried before. Oh, so nice. I was very proud of you myself. It was a win. I was like, "Look it!" it and he was win. like, "Oh wow!" It's almost a, uh, like a beer sommelier. Yeah, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, is anyways, that, anyway, I wonder what you call somebody who's a beer taster. There's probably a name for that. A beerlier. Yeah, that's it. Beerlier. A beerlier. A beer. It's mostly a beerlier. Uh, all right. So here's the thing. What's the thing? Let's talk about something. Where? I want to talk about games. Oh, okay. Can we talk about games? You said you played a lot of games lately. I have played a lot yeah. of games lately. I, I wrote them down to make sure I didn't forget anything to talk about. Um, real quick, I want to say, video game-wise... Yes. I'm hold st- down. Yeah, hold down. <laughs> hold down. It's an iOS game. Jason, seriously, you, it, do you like Breakout? You know, like a Brick uh, Breaker wait, game? Is this the one where you're trying to just drop down and the thing is spinning? No, no, I don't know what that down. is. I'm going to look it up. Hold down. It's like I, four bucks on iOS, but it's oh, good. Oh, wow. It's good. I just got a gift card for Christmas, so. <laughs> anyway, hold down's great. Really I'm awesome little mobile right game. Now, so I don't forget. Uh, it's, it's you shoot balls at bricks and you have to break them. and But instead of shooting them up, you shoot them down. Uh, and it, anyway, it's great. I'm not going to spend a lot of time about that because the it's not a video. look really fun. Very simple. Very simple. Fun though. Yep, looking. that's it. Yeah, it's great. I am in love with hold down. Um. Also playing a lot of Hitman 2 still. Yeah, not, uh, not surprising. Loving Hitman 2. Uh, and uh, I, I spent some more time with Return of the Obra Dinn. I think I talked about that before. That's like a, a puzzly deduction mystery that's solving the game. The one that's never been on Mac, ever. Right, never. never. I, it's still never, not, yeah. is my understanding. Um, probably probably won't be coming to Mac. Uh, anyway, um, uh, can't, got back to that and, uh, and managed to like solve like nine more murders it, it, after playing the game for like another two hours and it uh, really really just a smart game that makes you when when you lock stuff in just makes you feel really smart nice yeah so yeah. so yeah. that's really satisfying <clears throat> but um, tabletop game wise uh, we had a few uh, a few game nights recently that I thought I wanted to, to share some folks uh, some some details with some folks so first of all. Yeah. I uh, uh, played some more Parade. Parade is fantastic. Parade is always fantastic. Parade I'm going to so talk good. about that on the next episode. Oh, yeah? Okay. Also played some more Warehouse 51. Still great. Love that game. Still great. Love that money. Um, we uh, we got some more Finish It In. That was with a group of nine people. Whoa. Too many people for playing Finish It. Now, to be clear, when you say Finish It, you mean the outrageous storytelling party game. That's exactly yeah, what I okay. mean. Okay. Yeah. I just want to be clear. Yeah. Well, nine people was too many people with Finish It. Yeah I, would, yeah. I feel like that. I mean, you can play as many as you want. You sure. can play with 100 if you've got weeks to play. Right. But I don't feel like... I feel like... Four to six is really your I, zone. I think six is the max. It, yeah. we, we made made it through a full game once with seven, mm-hmm. and it took too long. It was yeah. too much. Um, with nine people, it, we were we were I think playing for almost two hours, and we only oh, got halfway yeah. around the table. That's too much. It's yeah. too many. I mean, to be fair, those folks were telling some really elaborate stories, but um, still had a lot of fun. It was a, it was a hit. Um, introduced my brother and his family to both Las Vegas and Tausch Rausch. Hey. And they loved both of them. My brother's not a game guy at right. all, but he really enjoyed both a <clears throat> Those lot. Those are really good games for non-gamers. I thought so. Some of the best. Yeah, that's why we brought them over there, because they're not gamers. Right. When Even, somebody says to me, mm-hmm. I want a game for a non-gamer, I say... Las Vegas, Las, yeah, Every, absolutely. The, number right. one, yeah. So much so that that they said, "Hey, can, where can we get a copy of Tausch Rausch?" And I was like, "Well, Amazon.de." They're <laughs> like, "Oh," and uh, and then they they said, "Hey, you need to bring Las Vegas back over sometime because that's great." Um, uh, for Christmas for my Secret Santa at work, I got uh Cobra Paw, 
which is uh, uh, I guess it's a relatively new game. It's a it's a little it's a it's a real simple little kind of speed game. You've got two dice. Um, it's it's this ninja cat theme, uh, which yeah. is kind of beside the point. But you've got two dice, and and they're just d6s, numbered one through six. But instead of numbers, they have different symbols on them. Okay. Okay. And then you've got a set of dominoes that that um, uh, each each domino is equal to a potential combo when you roll those two dice. Okay. So however many dice uh, 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 dominoes that is, what is it? Uh, it's a six, seven, eight. Seven times three, eight times three. It's probably whatever, whatever that is. The, all the possible potential combinations on on those dice that you could roll. There's one domino that equals each thing. Okay. So you put all those dominoes out face up, and then you roll the dice, and then you have to snatch that do, the domino that matches that combo before the other before the other can. person does. Right. So wait, you're both rolling dice at the same time. There's only one set of dice, so one person is rolling the dice. So. I roll, and then I also try to have to have grab fast. Yes, yeah, so you roll with one hand, That's, you snatch with the other one. Okay, okay, and yeah. then that rotates around the table each time. Okay, but when we were playing, my my niece couldn't couldn't snatch fast enough, so she was rolling the dice for the rest of us at the table, and she like she really enjoyed that. Oh, so she felt like she was getting yeah, to be part of it, yeah, and you right. guys got to you know punch each other. And right, stuff. she was almost kind of kind of the dealer role in that case, and that, that she liked that a lot. That's that is a actually that's a really good tip for yeah. making yeah. it work for a kid. Sure. Um, so yeah, we had some fun with that. Very very simple game, uh, and I guess there's some some additional uh, advanced rules in the rule book. But but I was kind of struck by I mean number one it's very it, the the dominoes felt great good good thick quality plastic dominoes. Nice, yeah, that's always um, good. And the rule book had a lot of because it's such a simple game. Right. The rule book had a lot of really good flavor. You know the way of the cobra paw and describing the ancient martial art technique of of mm. the ninja cat and it was all very thematic and well produced <laughs> um and a nice hexagonal box with a good insert nice um so yeah it was neat it would it would have been easily uh, you know an easy thing to just throw in a crappy little box but they really did it up with their production on right. that that's smart so so that was neat um i i like that it was a fun fun little simple gift um what else did i play here uh i got castellan back out oh yeah how did that hold up uh, good. So, so it, uh, I brought it over again to my to my brother's house, thinking that my niece would just like to, to you know, assemble the castle pieces yeah, together yeah. and make castles, and she did indeed enjoy that. But then I was looking, and I was like, oh man, yeah, this game's really good. This game's really good. I one need of the, to get this one back of the better out. Steve Jackson games. Yeah, yeah, I need to get this back out and play it again. It, so, but I so I didn't get to play a full mm-hmm. game. We right. kind of like I kind of tried to play a game, and she just built stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Which you know, so you I mean you basically you just beat her. I mean, you know, yeah, she yeah, right. I beat Man, her. She sucks at that game. She sure did. Um, also brought with me another kids game, Living Labyrinth. That was one that we got from the old Bucephalus games. Remember years ago? Oh yeah, long before wow. we were even podcasting. Yeah, we Bucephalus used to pronounce game. it Bucephalus. It's Bucephalus. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it was cooler when you said Bucephalus. It was certainly funnier. Um, uh, that game's garbage. Well, I, I, they're they're they don't exist anymore. Um, and basically, so so here's the deal we made with them back when we were, we made Hobocon yeah, a long yeah. time ago. We made a deal with them that we would make game playthrough videos. They were interested in that. They actually asked us. I think they asked us about it, and we said we make game playthrough videos for you. And they said, well, we're going to give you one of every one of our games, mm-hmm. and then you can make the videos, right? And then we never made the videos because we tried to talk to them and then they like just like I think the company they, they was vanished. Just, yeah. Yeah. So we ended up all these games 
And after trying to play a few different ones, I understand why the company failed. Right. Uh, because the games were not good. They're not good. Um, and hey, if you're, you know, like if if like you know a designer for one of those games, they may have had a good game. Uh, it very well could have been a company producing a poor game. What was sad was like mm-hmm. the production quality was pretty solid on some it of was them. Super, well, on on Living it was Labyrinth, hit or miss, it's right? super mixed. Like they, it's it's a game where you have you have a you know a hedge maze that you that are printed on these tiles. They're double sided tiles, and the and the tiles the art was great. Uh, the the tiles themselves were really really thick, heavy chipboard, mm-hmm. high quality prints on both sides, and so they clearly spent a lot of money on that. The cards were really no core, like just like super. No, actually, the, the, in this case, the card the cards are really stiff, really thick, and and again high gloss oh, okay. prints yeah, yeah, yeah. and really good quality, but the graphic design was oh. garbage. <laughs> total garbage and then they didn't they didn't spend money on pawns because you have to move pawns around on this this board that you lay out so you just had like little 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 plastic chips plastic tiddlywinks and and it's for pawns and you know and the the colors of the pawns are like red blue green and yellow and the you have to go to your special goals and the goals are red orange purple pink Oh, so so the pawns don't even match the colors of the goals that you're supposed to be going. So you lose track of where you're supposed to be going. That makes me think that they probably had different pawns and that fell through. And I don't know the closest they could get. Maybe I, I don't know. Anyway, so so but but the game is just garbage, just total garbage. And, and we hadn't played in a long time. I think when we played it according to the rules, we realized that the game would go on forever because because the game gives you so many options. Oh. There's no way. To, there's no way to not prevent everybody around you from losing right or from to it, it you can always like, stop someone from winning. you can always stop somebody from winning that's what it was right and so so this time around i, I tried again and i took out a bunch of the cards that i that i thought were, were the biggest culprits and and it was just still awful oh wow yeah so labyrinth the amazing labyrinth that's a really good game you okay. played that no oh, we should play this sometime it's the one with the slidey board oh yeah, where yeah, you yeah. like slide you told me about that me. yeah oh my gosh my wife hates it like yeah. I'm super good at it. Okay. <laughs> like if you're decent at recognizing patterns, it yeah. becomes really like like you need two players that are super good at that, and that's just not a strong suit for her when yeah. she comes to looking at the board. Okay. Um. So so it's just not as fun gotcha. because like one person's like, look, I can move this piece and get seventy spaces, right? And mm-hmm. and they're like, look, I moved this and I made it too, right? And it's like, well, there was a better move, but like you didn't see it, you know? Yeah. Like, sure. Sure. Again, it just comes from if you're good at recognizing patterns, great. If you're mm-hmm. not. That game is hard. Sure, makes so, sense. Yeah, makes sense. And the last thing I played, uh, it, we uh, it was a game night of friends. Uh, this was the same night that we played uh, finish it. We the played original a storytelling party game. Right. Thank you. We played a game called If You Had to, which oh, is okay. Which is a like would you rather style game? It kind of, sort of, uh, um, yeah, basically that. But but you know, it's it's the words on cards thing um, where you're reading a joke on a card, uh, very much like Cards Against Humanity. And most of them are very, very vulgar. But it, but it was you know the person who was it. Uh, every everyone would give them one card from their hand, and that was a that was a thing like like you know, uh, it would be different scenarios like uh, you can never put on clothes again, or um, every time you eat you vomit for the rest of your life, or just 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 very horrible, stupid situations. Right. And the thing is, you have to pick one of them. Because everybody gave you one horrible thing, you have to read through them all, and you have to pick which one. If you had to pick one of them, which one would you choose to live with, right? And so what it becomes then is that the the, player, the people give you the cards, and then you know you say, okay, what's what would be so terrible about being naked all the time every day and not being able to wear any clothes? And that person would say, or I'm sorry, what, what, uh, um, you you'd pick the one that would be 
You pick the one that would be the worst or the one that would be... Yeah, you pick the one that would be the least awful. Right. And so people have to explain why... I don't know. Anyway, it's counterintuitive. You explain why it, theirs yeah. is worse than everybody else's, and nah, I don't or know. Anyway. Least worse because you least want it to worse, be least something worse? like that. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I mean, it was funny, and it was it had more legs than just just you know cards against humanity combos because it was more about the argument and you know selling your case. Um, I guess it was you have to pick the worst one, wasn't it? I don't know. That just I don't know. That doesn't sound like fun to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, would you rather at least spark some really good conversation? Like, yeah. Would you rather poke your eyes out, or would you rather like you know cut your toes off? Yeah. You know. But but it was again. We we're playing with like nine people, and you played a five point. So when 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 they pick yours, then you then you get your card back as a point, and and you play till somebody has five. But oh with, lord! But we again, we were playing that for like more than two hours. So you could have thirty seven points before the. 37 yeah, rounds before like someone that. wins. That's so, terrible. So, be, yeah. By the time, after more than two hours of playing, I think one guy had three points, and we're like, oh, this is enough. We're done. So, um, cool. Anyway, that's what I've all been playing lately. How about you? So, my wife and I got to have a little game night with just us. We played Splendor, which huge fan of still. Patchwork, also a huge fan of that. Um, Patchwork app is really good. If I haven't said that before, they've got a lot of extra in there. Just It's just really well done. Um, it's super extra. Yeah, super extra. We played uh, Crisscross, uh, which I learned from uh, Mr. Kopak. Oh, man, she's I was like, so bummed that we couldn't buy that game. She's like, this game's easy. And then like two minutes in, she's like, I want to set this game on fire. And yeah. I was like, my wife doesn't sound like that. But but that's how everyone... <laughs> I want to set this game on fire. That's how everyone approaches that game. Like, yeah. I don't get it. This is easy. This is, what, the, what did I do? Yeah. Why is this not... Why do we have space ass? That game's great. Yeah, yeah. It's... That's it's great. Mm-hmm. So we played that, and then we also played uh, Mr. Jack Pocket, which I love. Good, yeah. um, that was. A lot I have of fun. that, and I've never played it. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's so. Uh, it's a little box takes mm-hmm. up a ton of real estate on the table, <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> uh, it is. I think that is probably one of Bruno's absolute best yeah. ever. Okay. Um, and then uh, played a lot of kids games. We played. I'm gonna look over here. Uh, Soggy Doggy. Which the kids are very excited doggy. about. So the way Soggy Doggy works is um, you've got a uh, a dog. Is he wet? Oh, he is. He's in a bathtub. Ooh. You fill the bathtub with water, Ooh. and then there's a shower head, Ooh. and you roll the dice, and it tells oh. you what to do. Oh. And if you land on a dog paw with a number next to it, you uh-huh. have to pump the shower head mm-hmm. that number of times, which makes the dog more wet. Uh-huh. So this is like a plush dog? Um, no, it is like uh, um, it's a rubbery plastic but it's got a lot of like tendrils sticking off it so okay. that like when he shakes, it goes everywhere. Oh, I see. It's pretty great. See. My daughter thought she needed to wear a swimsuit. So she literally sat there in the winter on Christmas Day wearing <laughs> a swimsuit because she's crazy. That's great. Uh, like the table gets a little damp. It's not that bad. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, um, so you uh, if you uh, roll a uh, bone, then you have to spin the bone knob that sounds weird. You have to spin the knob. Hey man, that's okay. If you want to spin the bone knob, you go. You just get down on that. Anyways, you spin I mean, it. Sometimes, sometimes you times just got to spin that knob, man. Uh, and bone it's, of course, knob. got a variable thing in there, right? Uh-huh. So sometimes when you click it, it, immediately he'll start shaking and get everyone all wet. Yeah. And then you go back to the beginning. Now, one thing they have in the game that was impressive to me was mm-hmm. if I get sent back to the beginning, then I get a chip. Mm. If I get if if I spin it again and the dog shakes, I turn the chip in and I don't have to go back to the beginning. Oh, that's good. Which is actually really yeah. good game balance. Yeah, like, sure. way to go. Simple for kids um, too. Spin master, whoever that was. Yeah. Um, we also played Don't Rock the Boat, 
which is a fantastic balancing game. Okay. Um, where you've got a boat on this on top of a wave. Mm-hmm. And it's just got like a spike in it, and the boat like balances. Can you spin the bone? No. No. Dang. Uh, but anyways, so you put penguin pirates on there, treasure chests, all sorts of things, and you're just trying to not knock everyone off the boat. If somebody falls off the boat, you lose. The person before you wins. Got that it. was a lot of fun. We played it like five times. It's so Good. easy. Cool. Um, uh, shark bite, which is the, you know the old school fishing game where you try and like get in with the fishing pole and get the fish out. Yeah, it's like that except for randomly the shark will attack you. Like, literally, it's down on the table, right? Mm-hmm. And it comes up a good six inches and snaps you. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Neat. Um, and I think that's mostly it. Uh, at, oh, we played headbands. That was pretty fun um, with the kids. So they, they enjoyed Which that. Which one is that? Uh, you, um, you wear a band on your head with yeah. a picture on it. And you ask questions and everybody answers them and you're trying to figure out what oh, the picture yeah, yeah. is on your head. And they're like, yes or no questions. Yeah, and within yeah. a certain lot of time, but instead we just, you know, played sure. until everybody got it. Yeah, my niece got that for Christmas 2017 and we played it on Christmas that day. And and it was fun, but she when it was her turn, she would say, am I a butterfly? She wouldn't ask questions about what she was. She would just keep asking. She would just ask, am I a turtle? Am I a princess? Instead of asking questions to try and figure yeah, out what kid, she we're going to be here all day. Yeah. Could you maybe try and eliminate some stuff? <laughs> it was funny. Um, yeah, so. Laurel needed help. She's four and she needed help. Josiah had it down. Yeah. Laurel would ask questions like, well, what am I asking? I'm like, ask if you're this. And she would ask, like, ask about that. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And then she got it. But, yeah. you know, four-year-old's a little harder. Sure. Yeah. It's a cute game, though. Uh, yeah, it was cool. So those are all the games that we played. Um, I want to give a shout out to Windfall Coffee House in Vicksburg. Uh-oh. Uh, Windfall Coffee House. Uh, Ken Franklin, the designer, uh, got Mansky Caper in there and a couple other Calliope games. And I saw it on Facebook. So I sent him a message and said, hey, I also is a local game designer with uh-huh. games. Would you like to sell my games? And they said, bring them in now. Let's, let's take a look, right? So I did. Um, they bought five copies of Unreal Estate and six copies of Water Balloon Washout. Cool. So, and they buy them and then they try and sell them. And if they sell them all, they call me and ask for more. So Great. Uh, if they don't sell them all, I don't really care. They bought them. That makes me happy. That's just sure. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, they're very into supporting local business. Good. And I know most of our listeners aren't from around Michigan, but if yeah. you are and you're in Vicksburg, it's a beautiful little coffee house. Mm-hmm. Really good coffee. I had some because uh, I can't go to a coffee house and not have coffee because I'm not weird like you. Um and anyways, so mm-hmm. it was great. Good. It was great. Um, yeah. 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 Right on. So I don't know if you guys missed it or not from the from earlier. Yeah. It's the last day of the year. It is the last day of the year, the isn't it? Jason, today's the last yeah. day of the year. We are recording this to go up on the last day of the year, which yeah. is, which. Yes. what is that date? Uh, December 31st. December 31st. Is that, is that right? Is, check your calendar. Is that correct? I'll, let me check my calendar. I'll yeah. check to see if okay. today that this is going up yeah. is December 31st. Sure enough, Jason. Oh, good. This is amazing. Oh, wow. Okay, Today, the day that this episode is going that is going up, yeah. it's the last day of the year. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's December so, 31st. Why don't we do a year in review episode then? No. No? Okay. All right. What do you want to talk about then? Uh, Let's talk about classic MacGyver episodes. You know, I haven't seen an episode of MacGyver in a long time. Neither have I. It's going to be hard to talk about. I remember one where you used some duct tape Yep. Here's, and uh, made a bomb. You want to know an interesting fact about MacGyver? Yes. So pilots of shows- I always want yeah. to know. Pilots of shows tend to not be- um, tend to be very different than the rest of the show. They do indeed. Right? That's common. In the pilot episode of MacGyver, do you know what he does that is completely against everything you learn about him later? He shoots somebody with a gun. A machine gun, Machine Rob. gun, wow. A machine gun. He <laughs> machine guns a bunch of people. Good guess, huh? And then never again. Never yeah. again. Do you remember his first name? I do. Yeah? 
It is Angus. It is Angus. Angus, Angus. MacGyver. And they never say it. It's in a made-for-TV spe- movie special that came out like two years after the end of the series. Yep. And it's written on a wall. Where he goes to Medieval wall. Times or something? Something like that. And, and it's written on a wall in gunpowder. Remember? Yeah. They burn yeah. it on the wall. That's right. Yeah. His name was the same as mine. Yeah. I thought his first name was Hockey Hair. That's what I always thought. Oh, Mullethead. Mullet. Anyway. I loved that show. Murdoch was one of my favorite villains ever. It was the first. Oh, uh, yeah. It was the first time I was ever introduced to the recurring villain. Yeah, yeah. Who would always come back? You yeah, know? the Moriarty kind of character. Yeah, right, where he right, just right. always came back. It didn't matter what you did to him. Boom, yeah. there he was. Except Moriarty never actually came back in the original no, Sherlock no. Holmes. Just stories. on everything. Every. To be other. fair, he never really came back in the other ones either. But you know. Well, but I mean, of, in most yeah. anyway. Yeah, let's talk about oh, the year. Let's talk about the year. The year that so, was so. Uh, historically, I honestly don't remember what we did last year, but historically we would do this like list of stuff and we just didn't want to do that. Nah. We just didn't want to do that. So nah. um, we said we were just going to wing it and then Rob was like, you know what? I'm making a list of wins and losses for the year. Now, I have no idea because remember Rob and I don't see each other as much anymore now nope. that we don't work together. So yep. I have no idea what type of things you put on your wins and losses thing, but I was like, that's not a bad idea. I'll make a list of wins and losses too. Mm-hmm. I assume we're wins and losses for the show and for the game. For world. the show and for us. Yeah. Yeah. Us right. as people? Us mainly centered around the game design okay. world. That's what I did. All yeah. Right. All right. Cool. Yeah. I think I might have one or two other things, but generally game stuff. I can yeah. I can wing other stuff if I need more. So. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to start with? Wins or... Why don't we do... You do a win. I do a win. You do a loss. I do a loss. All right. That sounds All right, cool. All right, cool. So first thing, most recent in my mind, uh, is that Fallen Treasures funded on Kickstarter. That was a That's win. awesome. Yeah, hey, cheers to that, right? Cheers. Cheers to that. Mm. You have anything else you want to say about that or no? No, I mean, it, I, I'm, I'm happy about that, right? Fallen Treasures funded. Uh, it, was a, it was a little tight there at the end, but we made it. Uh, it's a it's a fun little game. I always knew that it would be a tough one on Kickstarter because right, right, right. it's such a simple game. You know, people Kickstarter likes big elaborate stuff, and this is a really small game. And you know, and Tucker with Cardlords knew the same thing, right? He knew he knew it was a risk, but he he was willing to take it because he believed in the game, and I really appreciate that very much. In, in my opinion, they made a mistake that people would not think of as a mistake, mm-hmm. right? They priced the game. Really, really well. Right, yeah, which yeah. Which turned yeah. out which turned to make out to it really hard to fund. Struggle right? to fund, right? And I think I mean, you priced it low thinking that, you know, I don't want to charge too much for this. Right. And um, and so in an effort to, to really be generous and, and make it a competitive experience, you actually, it, and I think it contributed to some of the challenge of getting it funded. But nonetheless, it got funded in the end. Oh, no, I, no, I no, no judgments there. It's just an interesting lesson to learn. It is, that, yeah. Right? Like, he priced the game so fairly right? Um, that it probably affected, like, like, which is crazy, right? It's, but, it's one of the, um, the weird things about Kickstarter. Exactly. Yeah. But the I think market. it was fantastic. I can't wait to get it. I'm super excited. Me too. And you know, like at 12 bucks, it was an insta buy. 12 bucks Easy. free shipping. Like, why would I not do right. that? Yeah, with free shipping, which is, makes it even crazier. That does make it even crazier. Yeah. So, so anyway, so that was, a, that was a real win. I was happy about that. That is my, that is my third game that's been funded on Kickstarter. Fourth, if you count this Loon Tycoon expansion. Um, I don't. No, I'm just kidding. It's a Kickstarter. It counts. Yeah. It always so, counts. So that's cool. That was that. That felt good. That was a nice. That was a nice boost uh, for the for the tail end here of the year. How about All you? Right. Win. Well, I'll just copy you. So into the Black Forest. Yes. Uh, to me, it was probably my best success story of the year uh, for a few reasons. Uh, one, it funded on Kickstarter. But mm-hmm. two, that was a game where I said I'm going to get this game published. Like, because there's something special about this yeah. game. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and I, I worked the heck out of it um, yep. at Unpub. I did not give up even when the game looked like it wasn't going to work. I said, mm-hmm. no, I'm making this game work. You believe there's something it. special here, right? Yeah. Um, and I got to the point where I said, no, Green Couch Games is the company for this game. Uh, and I pitched it to Katarski mm-hmm. and I worked really hard to get his attention with it mm-hmm. and it worked, you right? Did. Yep. Um, and for me, like that's a huge success story because yep. like you picked a publisher and said, this is where this game belongs and they agreed with you and they saw the vision and yep. that's, that's, that's huge. Cool. And then it did actually really well on Kickstarter. It did I was, very well. It, it did great. I, better yeah. than I had hoped even. So yeah, I should be really proud really, of that. really happy with that. So yeah. that I think is my game design wise, my probably favorite success of the year, my cool. biggest win. Good. We're going to do a loss now. Do you now? want me to do a loss now? Yeah, why don't you do a loss? Okay, so, uh, so first loss I'm going to do here is um, uh, is one that I, I can't say much about, but I'm going to say something. So I told you guys quite a while back that I was working on a secret project with John Gilmore, uh, and then we added Julio uh, Nassario to that. Um, uh, Navarro. <laughs> sorry. Julio Navarro joined the team. No, sorry, so man. It's just, I'm going to call funny. this a failure for the year, and that's because... We made like no progress. Like here's there's a there's a happy story to this, and that is that uh, moving into the new year, we are all very much revitalized and have already made some good progress on it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Julio is is a really good designer and kind of a taskmaster, uh, which is great. Good, great. Right. That's what we need. Um, you know, John and I both have a lot going on. Julio does too, but he's super organized and like let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, so I believe that we will make some really big headway in this in 2019. I'm stoked about it because, um, you know, I had se- I kind of sent an email to the guys and just said, are we doing this? Are we still doing this? Cause I still want to do this. And I know that it's my fault too, for not, not helping to push this forward, but I still want to do this. Um, they both like instantly responded and said, I still want to do it. John said, I still want to do it. And then Julio said, I still want to do it. Here's 10,000 ideas I have that are really, really good. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I'm still reviewing those ideas. Uh, I'm gonna do some playtesting uh, in the early New Year, yeah. and I'm pretty stoked about uh, about that. It's so, an ambitious project. It is, um, but uh, you know, with those two guys, uh, I think they could do it on their own. I'm really just there to have a cool idea and ride some coattails. So. Take some credit. <laughs> take some credit for. I other did have hardware. the initial brainchild of the idea, so I'm gonna happily sure. take credit. for You're that. the idea man. Okay, so right. what's a, what's a loss for you? So I didn't sell any new games. No, no sales yeah, this no. year, right? You know, and and uh, and I didn't, I didn't start the year planning to. Oh yeah, I'll some more of that. Yeah, thank yeah, you. You can finish it. Yeah, uh, I didn't start the, the plan- outrageous storytelling party games. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, All I interrupted. Back. Okay, go back, go back. Um, I didn't start the year planning to, but but then I got to Gen Con, and I've told that story on the show, so I don't need to repeat it. Um, and then I got excited about it, right? You didn't sell any new games this year? I didn't sell any new games this year. It feels like you did. I didn't. I got I got real close on a few, right. but I I didn't have that success. I got real close uh and it, it didn't hit yet, right? And I'm hoping I'm hoping that we get a couple of hits here early in twenty nineteen. But um but that was a bummer. That was a little bit of a bummer. I, I felt real good coming out of Gen Con and had some really good communications post Gen Con. And, uh, and we just, we just never, I was never able to close the deal in, in any case. So that was a bummer. That was a bummer. And I think, I think I, I, yeah, I missed, I missed it there. So, um, do you want me to start with a win this time? Yeah. That way you don't have to. Uh, all right. So huge win. I think, I think this year, um, we recorded the single best episode of our show ever. Really? And that was episode 300. Oh yeah. That was um, great. That was this year. I had to go back and count. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, cause we're not at 52 yet. Um, that 
episode was um, that was the most fun I had. I got the most positive in, like feedback from people on that episode who never have listened to the show before. Yeah, because it just really stuck with them, and that is. Like we had nothing to do with how good that episode was. We literally showed up. That was all Chris. And said, we're going to be honest and open, Chris. You're in charge. And of course, Chris knocked it out of the park because that's what Chris does. Like Chris doesn't know how he to does. do anything else, right? Genius bombs every um, day. He, he, I mean, he really, he does. Um, if you don't believe that, listen to 343 uh, where he pitches Monopoly, which is a game that I want to play so Which he's hard. been talking about on Twitter since then. Uh, and, and he's been talking about it in my inbox a lot yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> I agreed to test it because it sure. sounds amazing. Yeah, and and all the stuff I've seen on Twitter, people seem to love it, and I think it's it's a brilliant idea. Really, it is. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's that it's yeah. that mashup idea that that is really it's hot. It's a hot idea right now. Mashups are 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 sexy. And this is this is but this is the perfect matchup because he's taking two flawed games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and removing the flaws and just basically saying I'm going to take the awesome from this and the awesome from this mm-hmm. and make it into hopefully a game that's all awesome, right? Um, and it was really fun to be a part of that pitch. Uh, but anyways, episode 300. No, I I have fond memories of episode 300. Um, oh, me too, yeah. It was certainly the best episode we did this year. But I, I I arguably think because of all the history we got to go through, it was probably the best episode we've ever done. So mostly because of Chris. Yeah, right. So yeah. How many wins do you have, by the way, here? Um, five. Okay, I've got eight. Okay. So I'm going to do two here now, okay? Because well, they're both I mean, related. But you said you have some personal ones, too, that aren't just about yeah, games. Sort of. Do a personal one, and then I'll see, depending on what it is, maybe I've got another one to add. All right. So so um, I, had a, I had a really, yeah, on a personal level, um, through working on Red Planet this year, I I managed to reconnect with a lot of uh, a lot of people, and, and through Red Planet, and through, through Nick, uh, Nick Smith, who... Who is is the guy that that is graciously giving giving me the permission to work with with this IP? Right. Um, uh, I, I, and I interviewed him on the show earlier in the year as well. Um, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Been a good friend for a long time. But through the 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 grace and kindness of Nick, um, he 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 facilitated me reconnecting with a bunch of old friends, um, guys that I knew you know 10, 15 years ago, guys and girls, people I spent time with 10, 15 years ago. I had a lot of fun with around Red Planet, around the the VR pods that that I lost touch with. And and thanks to Nick, uh, I was able to reconnect with a lot of those folks. Um, Pat being one of them, um, who we've we've spent mm-hmm. more time with now yep. lately. Um, uh, I'll, I'll throw out Aaron's name as well. It's really good to see Aaron recently. Um, it, it, that was cool. It was nice to to uh, to have that connection come back up again. Um, and uh, and I forgot how much I missed some of those guys, some of those folks. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that was really nice. And all all kind of all, all of us became good friends united around the love of this game and love of this fiction and love of that experience. Right. Right. Um, so it was good to reestablish that. And, 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 you know, just to uh, branch out a little bit from that is, is then also as a part of this project, I've managed to, um, meet some new, new good people. Um, Chris and I, gosh, Chris, I can't recall your last name. I'm so sorry, but, but Chris, yeah, Chris, who I, I met at origins and then, uh, did I meet him? No, I met him at Gen Con and then saw him again at a, at a pod night locally. He's who we played with at Gen Con. Con, He was fantastic. Yeah. Right. What a, what a nice guy. And, and he's, and he's super generous with his time and really wants red planet to be a, a success. And, uh, and, uh, you know, so anyway, so making new friends and reconnecting with old ones, that's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. What, what a, what a huge win for me. 
Awesome. Um, so you said you have eight? And I had five. I can think of two more to add, three more to add, so we're good. Okay. Uh, so the next one, I'm going to say this is not related to game design. Wait, am I supposed to do a win now? You would no. move on to a loss. No, you do a loss. Oh, yeah. And then, then I, I would. Do a loss. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. Good. All right. So, so uh, I how, will. How many losses do you have? One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Um, so, so to continue the same subject than Red Planet, I didn't make the progress on Red Planet this year that I that I hoped to. Um, I, I I I worked on it. I didn't work on it uh, um, as much. I just didn't have enough time to to put a lot of effort into it. But but the work that I did, and I feel good about the work that I did. And I talked about this a couple of months ago, where I uh, I got to a point where I, I like what I'm doing, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't working as well as I wanted it to, and in the two ways to fix it were to um, increase the complexity, which was not appealing, or to start over again and restart. and And I'm frustrated that I have to do that restart, and I and I haven't been able to do that yet. And I think what I, what I think is that I need to spend more time with with uh, other designers talking about this, frankly. Um, and and uh, um, at any rate, so I didn't make the progress that I wanted on Red Planet. And I need to, I need to, you know, I need to hit that again in 2019 and I need to make something happen. Hit it. Yeah. Hit that. (laughs) (laughs) That is, so here's what I want to say about that though, as a side comment, that right there, um, shows, uh, where you've come as a game designer that you are willing to say, I believe in this idea enough, but I have to start from scratch to make it be what it needs to be. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's and it's important, and, and and it's not something that I want to give up on because there have been designs that I got to this point on in the past where I said, you know, what? I don't know, I think I'm done. I think I've I've explored this as as far as I can, as far as I know how, and I'll move on from here. In Red Planet, I don't want to move on. I don't want to give it up because I love it. That's I, good. I love the property so much that I I want to see it through. I I want to be the guy that finishes that right. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. And hopefully, I can be that guy. Um. So yeah. All right, this next loss is a short one. It's a really easy failure. Um, uh, Matt Riddle. I don't think I need any more commentary other than that. I think that's pretty pretty straightforward, Matt Riddle. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> now a win. A win. Am, I, am win. I doing a new win now? No, it's me because you just did the last okay, new whatever, win. Okay, whatever. Right? I don't remember what structure we're doing. Matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I should be crossing things off. So uh, this is not related to game design a ton, uh, but I'm going to put it out there because, well, because I needed filler. Uh, and because I, what I, when I was trying to think of filler, uh, I realized the game design community has really come around for me during this, and it's been pretty awesome. So I quit my job this year to start my own thing, right? Uh, mostly not around games. Uh, I'm still doing the game design stuff, obviously, but I'm doing my own job thing. And um, Neil Roberts, uh, Chris, Chris Michaud, your moderator, Chris, uh, and um, Len have all been super supportive in that. And that's really awesome. Like, um, you know, they've been talking to me about stuff and uh, and other game designers too have just kind of come out of the woodwork to talk to me about this stuff. And that's really cool. Like, it's great way to be supportive of this decision I made. It was yeah. a little scary, right? Um, you know, and uh, and I appreciate that, that they're there for you. And that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. So that's great. Um, yeah, and I know we, we do already have some design friends who are self-employed who work themselves and are responsible right. for their own fates in that way and and I think right. I think they understand they understand what a what an impact that can have and that's cool that they're that they're helping you right yeah I agree awesome so anyways so that's good all right another win I'm gonna combine two wins together here um, uh, okay. because they are related so so 
Epic Monster Tea Party delivered in 2018. Nice. And the ranch expansion for Slim Tycoon also delivered in 2018. Delivered. See it right there. Yeah, it's right there on Yeehaw. your floor. Yeehaw. It says in the back, Yeehaw! Yeehaw! So two two Kickstarters, my, my, my... Dose Kickstarters. Second and third Kickstarters for, for my designs both delivered in 2018. And that's cool. And that's neat. So so people got to play two new things from me, like officially, widely today. Uh, or not today, but this week. Just today. They got them <laughs> in the last day of the year. Right. Just made it under the cut. That's cool. That's exciting. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's rewarding, again, to see that stuff come through. It's nice to see those boxes show up on my doorstep. Uh, and by the way, I will say my niece loves Epic Monster Tea Party. She wants to play it all the time now. <laughs> my kids are pretty big fans too except for they just always squish oh i squish the guy squish well the you guy. know I squish the guy that's what kids kid that's yeah. that's the kid part of it right Iron zero points but i had a hell of a time doing yeah, it. i love squish so many dudes yeah when you get older you start to think more about the strategy of it right yeah right. it's true i yeah. don't i just squish everyone so that, those are big wins for me i feel good about that the, um um and uh, uh i'll look forward to fallen treasures delivering in 2019 of course and hopefully we'll be able to do more in the future okay uh, so I'll do a loss now. Um, here's here's a little one. Uh, this I'm saving the best one for last, but the bonus episodes that we did this year, just we didn't. Yeah, I'm pretty true. sure we did one or two bonus episodes this entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said we're not obligated to do bonus bonus episodes. It's nice when we but can. I enjoy them, so I'm hoping in 2019 to do some more. Uh, the next win I'm going to talk about, which I can do right away, uh, will actually fall in line with that. Okay. So, um, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so you want me to do a win now? Yeah, Wait, sure. Do you need to do a loss? I'll, you got to do a loss first. Do a loss, Rob. Do I not? Oh yeah. Yeah. Have a failure, Rob. Okay. So um, I didn't work on as many new game designs this year as, as I had hoped to. Um, I um, yeah, just I just didn't do that. I had plenty of ideas. Um, but I didn't see a lot of them through. Uh, and and you know my, my the my main stuff that I worked on this year was uh was Red Planet, was Hardpoint, and was Item Shop. And um, right, th- those got a lot of my attention, and I had a lot of other f- ideas that I was excited about in the year, but I didn't see them through. And so a lot of that was really th- because I didn't have a ton of opportunities, or I maybe I didn't make a ton of opportunities to do a lot of playtesting when I had those ideas, and so. Um, that's probably on me. Well, it's definitely on me. What am I saying? It's, it's, you know, I'm not going to blame other people for, for me not working on those things. So, (laughs) I mean, it's probably on me for not doing my job. (laughs) So, yeah. So looking back on that, I'm I'm disappointed in myself for not doing that. I'm going to do win now first though. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Another, uh, another win. Uh, oh, well, you know what? Um, I also had BTG episode 300 on my list. Um, so, but you already said that, so I'm not going to do that one. Okay. I will say that I got. Um, well, you know what? I'm going to combine these two as well because they make sense. I had glad I wrote extra stuff down. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Uh, I had good interest this year after Gen Con in both Hardpoint and Item Shop. They were both games. Yeah, that uh, they were new ideas that I had in 2018 that I worked on from scratch and put together in relatively short order before Gen Con. Mm-hmm. You know, about a what month. What are you British now? Relatively short order. That's not how I said it. British. I feel like uh, so British it, people say short In order. both cases, I put them together in, in about a month, uh, the, in the month uh, before... Uh, oh, well, so I'm sorry. So hard point, I had a really, really early rough version of going into Origins. And then I cleaned it up for Gen Con. A lot. A lot. And then uh, 
And then Item Shop was basically from scratch in the month leading up to Gen Con. So much so that that we we convinced some friends to meet us at One Well for for beers three weeks in a row, so I could do a bunch of playtesting on it. Nice. <laughs> they were very generous with their time. Yeah. Um. And and I had I had publishers who really liked both. Um. And again, that's part of what I'm hoping to get some good news on in the new year. In both awesome. cases. So, awesome. So that was cool. Uh, all right, You're so my next win. So this is something I've not talked about at all. So I've spent uh, a good amount of time this year working on a secret project uh, with Josiah. Um, he decided he wanted to design a game, uh, and so uh, there's a big story around it, but we designed a game together, um, and it's it's working. It's pretty good. Um, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on it. I've made a lot of tweaks with it. Uh, mechanically, it's it's mostly his game. Like We, we co-designed it, but... Um, most of the general ideas for how the game would work came from him. Uh, and he's six, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And this is not a kid's game. This is a game for adults that kids can also play. Um, so we are going to talk about that a lot uh, in 2019 because we're actually planning to kickstart it ourselves. Uh, By I, meaning ourselves, meaning you and Josiah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I said I would never do that again, but I think we're going to do that. Um, <laughs> it'll be a short run. We'll probably just print through GameCrafter. So that's yeah. the project I talked about that I've been pricing out with GameCrafter. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm going to do some, hopefully some bonus episodes with him to talk Good. about it. Cool. Um, so that will solve one of the losses for the year and also help a win carry into next year. So Good. I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, we've really enjoyed working on it. It's been a really good experience for us together as father and son and as game designers. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. All right. And a loss for you? And a loss for me. Um, how many losses do you have left? Can this be my last loss? Uh, I've got... <laughs> I've got two. Okay, so I'm gonna throw one out, and then I'll do my last one. Um, okay. So uh, this one is um, there was a game I was working on um, that uh, I was working on with uh, some people. They a lot of people played it. This was a game um, that was focused on for a while. It was a Russian nesting Russian Russian nesting dial game, uh, but that never really went anywhere that way. Uh, but what it did become was a game about dealing with. Um, struggles and uh dealing with um all sorts of stuff and having to follow rules that you didn't understand and things and anyways it's it's a solid game and neil roberts had some amazing ideas on how to make it really good and i never followed through with those uh and i hope to in 2019 i'm hoping that him and i can just work on it together and just uh hi neil um and just just get it completed because it's a game i'm very passionate about that's got a really good story behind why i designed it that i'll get into next year I don't I'm really not ready to now, but um. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm bummed that I didn't do more with that, but I'm ready to do more with that next year. So, right on. My turn for a loss. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Origins 2018. Uh, I struggled a lot being at Origins 2018 because my foot hurt. Real bad. Real bad. Yeah. Uh, I've talked I talked about it at that time. I've got, got the goat. I've got the gout. I've got gout. And I've had a good fall and a good winter, but I had a real bad summer. My first bad you, summer. The worst you've ever had. It, 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 the worst since my, then it first hit me like five years prior. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. It was a really bad summer. So much so that I. Real bad. I, uh, the second day of Origins, maybe it was the third day of Origins. Anyway, one of those days I was at Origins. I went to the convention center for about two hours and then went back to the hotel and just laid in bed and suffered. Yeah. Um, uh, it just, and just had to stay off it. I really struggled. I hobbled, I limped around that convention center the whole time. 
uh, and it was it was bad, and I should not have done that. I absolutely yeah. should not have done that. That was bad for me. You were committed, Rob. Yeah. Well, so at the same time, I'm going to move on to another win. At the same time, though, Origins this year was awesome. It was the first time I've gone for the whole for the whole time, and I'm, I and despite the horrible pain that I was in the entire time, which yeah. was really unhealthy, and I should not have been doing it. It was it was the best one of the best convention. I don't want to say the best, but one of the best convention experiences I've ever had. Right. Um, we'll do that again this year, right? Yeah. 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 It I'm was in. It was great. It. And again, it, the the highlight was was that night after after you left. Unfortunately, just uh, going to dinner with uh, with uh, gosh with Julio and. Uh, and I don't even remember everybody who's there now. I've been there with Julio. It's a good time. But it, and we just just that people just kept showing up, and we kept just and we had the whole the whole back bar of this restaurant all to ourselves. There were like nine of us, and we were all game designers and all from different countries, just just hanging out. Oh, and uh, sorry, uh, um, Chris Zinsley was with me. Um, Chris, just hanging out and talking about games, talking about about whatever with all these people from all these different backgrounds and all these different cultures and what a fantastic experience it was. And I just, it really is, is one of the highlights of my game design career so far. That, awesome. That night hanging out with all those folks, um, meeting new people, what an incredible experience. And, and, and it just, it just reminds you, reminds me anyway, that, um, you know, the reason that we like tabletop games and the reason we like this stuff is, I mean, the games are fun, but it's, it's about forming connections with people, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's about it's about yeah, it's about making connections, and that's yes, fantastic. Yes, and I, and I just love it so much. Are you are you out of wins now? Um, Is that your last one? You got one left. I've got. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, then I'm going to throw out a couple here. Is that okay? Yep. Because you made me make more. Yep. I only have one more loss. Uh, me too. So that works out. Uh, so One Well uh, invited us to start uh, One Well Brewing, a, a local brewery, invited us to start doing game uh, nights there mm-hmm. where we could show off our prototypes uh, and get feedback. That has been one of the biggest wins we've had in forever. Um, it's been so helpful uh, to get a lot of playtesting. It's like a little mini unpub where they just care about our game and they just play our game. And last time I had two plays of my game and it was amazing. And I got so much feedback um, and uh, I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then along those lines, uh, relationships, uh, you know, uh, you were talking about that. The BTG IDC this year was fantastic. One of the absolute huh, best. It was great. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that was because of all the people involved. And one of those people that I want to highlight was Nicole Amato, who showed up and was like, I'm a judge because she was confused about the rules. And it was the greatest thing ever because we were just so happy to have her. And if frankly, if she does that every year, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, but she's a person who I've gotten to know a lot better this year, um, just through Facebook messaging and stuff and sending messages back and forth. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that uh, because she's a fantastic person, her and Anthony. I, I don't know Anthony as well. Uh, she's more talkative than Anthony is, sure. frankly. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I've really enjoyed getting to know, uh, another game designer, um, you know, um, and, and seeing, uh, seeing the people behind the game designs, right? Because that's, that's what it is, right? I mean, that same thing has happened with Julio this year. We're realizing like, he's not just, you know, this incredibly prolific game designer. He's also just a really cool dude who's fun to hang out with. Right. Um, so, um, yeah. So anyways, uh, I'll second that Nicole is an amazing human being and she has a lot of awesome friends. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I feel cool just being around her. <laughs> right, like, oh wow, the super cool person is giving me some of her time. Wow, right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why? Oh yeah, because that's why. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, you want me to do the loss, or you want to go first? Uh, the only other loss I had here um, was, uh, I, I mean, 
this is not a personal thing. This is just sort of a sort of a an industry or business thing. Toys R Us is gone. That's very sad. Goodbye, Toys R Us. I mean, very holy sad. cow! What what a, what an, a shocking change to our world, to our business, to to the uh, to this market, right? Toys R Us is was huge, yeah, and yeah. that's a huge hole. And and obviously, um, Target is scrambling to try and fill some of that hole with with game stuff, right? But it, I think we still we will see more uh, uh, in twenty nineteen of how that shakes out, and yeah. it'll be an interesting thing to see. Very interesting. Yeah. So. Um, so my last loss. This is a this is an interesting one because next week I'm actually going to pitch what I think is what I was looking for um, that I've been working on for several weeks now, but I'm not going to count it as this year because I haven't pitched it yet, so it's not real. Mm. Um, I couldn't find the game. I couldn't find the idea. Right? You know, we we all struggle as designers. You want that idea that really inspires you, and mm-hmm. and I worked on a lot of games this year, and some of them were inspiring, no doubt. But but like, there's kind of like this unicorn thing. I we've all been trying to find it. And I'm not talking about a theme like, you know, like, you know, me with like building in a forest because, you know, that's partially it. But Flood actually scratched that. It's quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but but trying to find that game that really like says like, I'm going to just go whole hog on this. And this is going to be like, I'm going to spend six months making this game perfect and hoping someone will buy it. And if not, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I think I, I looked all year for something just to really, really inspire me. And I couldn't find it. And about three weeks ago, I had this idea and I just started making notes. I literally went back to pen and paper and I have like pages in here, pages of notes Hmm. on one game, uh, which I'm going to pitch next week. Um, In that game, really, I think it's the idea. I think it's the idea that I will will help me get through next year working on something new that's going to be bigger um, and will last a while and is going to require a lot of time and effort, mm-hmm. but I think will be really fun. Uh, I don't know. I haven't prototyped it yet. I've <laughs> just been taking copious notes okay. and slowly working out every minute detail um, because it's bigger and it's more complex than anything I've done in a long time. Um, all kind of staged around a pretty simple idea. Mm. So uh, so I'll get into that next week. It's going to be okay. a long pitch next week. I look so, forward to it. Um, yeah. But that's that was a loss for me this year. I, I searched all year for that and never quite found the thing that made me be like, this is it. I mean, I pitched some games this year um, that I enjoyed, that I believe in, but they don't like, they just didn't do it for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean we, you know what that's like as a Oh, designer. yeah, totally. So yeah, I mean, totally. you can pitch a game and be like, this is a perfectly functional game and publishers will want it. And I'm going to have to play it a bunch. Yeah. Even though it's fun, like I just don't necessarily yeah, want to keep just, playing it, you know? Mm, so yeah, I get it. Um, so yeah. All right. Okay. Well, uh, that is our podcast for the last day of the year. Recorded for the last day of the year. Yeah, the last December thirty first. December thirty first is the, the last day of the year. It's the day that this it is. Yeah. Going out. So right. Well, we appreciate uh, you guys hanging with us. I hope that uh, I hope that you guys had a good twenty eighteen. Um, I hope. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what else to say. Uh, that as of uh, tomorrow, uh-huh. when you listen to the next episode a week from now. Yeah. If you've been listening since the beginning, this will be the eighth year we've been doing the podcast. Seriously, 2019 is our eighth year. Seventh year we've been doing the podcast. Well, we say 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. So uh, seventh year we've been doing the podcast. (laughs) Can't count. Yeah, it'll be the seventh year of the podcast, which is still a bigger number than I expected. Jeez, man. So, Uh, So that's kind of terrifying. Yeah, yeah. We are now 
well over halfway to 500 episodes. Yes. Like well over. Well over halfway. Yeah. Like in the next two months here, we're going to have 350. And then, I mean, it's like a downhill 150 slide to 500. That's insane. I don't know. Are we going to make it? I don't know. 500 is a nice round number though, right? I mean, it's a it nice is, round right? number, but man, it's, it's also still... a decade of this podcast. Yeah. That's, that's which a, is another nice round another number. 150 episodes is another three years. Yeah. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. So yeah, it's wow. crazy. It's, that's kind of scary to think about. It is right. Well, it's, I mean, if somebody, when we started this, it said, I'll see you in seven years, you'll still be doing this podcast. We'd have, I would have probably told them they were stupid. Yeah. But like you're stupid. And so am I, yeah. there's no way that's ever going to happen. You didn't have kids when we started doing this. Uh, I did. When you we did. came up with the idea, I didn't, but when we started the podcast, we had just had Josiah. That's right. So yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Okay. Like, just, yeah. he was born in March. We started recording in June. June. Well, we started recording, I think in May. Yeah, I think so. And we released in June. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Anyways, it's crazy, right? It seven crazy. years. Seven years. It's a long time. That's most of my uh, marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even it's not even a small portion of mine, but yeah. But yeah. No, yeah. Wow. So anyways. Okay. Right. Well, hey. If I had any if I had any beer left, I would toast you one last yeah. time here. Uh, so here here's to twenty eighteen. Here's to twenty eighteen. All right. And All right. Uh, let's go twenty nineteen. Yeah. We'll see you next year. Yeah. Yes, we will. All right. <laughs> Good, Good night. night. Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and Poorly Designed Studios. All of the ideas presented by Rob and Jason are property of the Building the Game podcast. Next time on Building the Game. Hey, 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 hey. Recording, recording, recording. How does it sound? How does it sound? I think it sounds okay. I need a little more of the phones. Yeah, and I had that turned up when I worked with Chris last Yes, time. it's fine. No, it no problem. turned out real good. Right? It did, yeah, it was I mean, good. Yeah. He, anything with him is good. Yeah, I, 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 there was a moment where I was like, all right. I just heard his podcast host come out and where he said, okay, it's time. Let's, let's get into this yeah. now. Right. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Jason was dragging and Chris was noticing. <laughs> yep, yep. Chris is just like, okay, let's move on. Yeah. 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 I loved that. Out. It was just, it was like an instinct for him. It's nice. Cause instead of like a normal guest where like you have to manage everything, I was like, he's just, he's just like, he literally was co-hosting. Right. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. you get a co-host and they're right. really not. Right. Right. So, yeah, tell me about <laughs> I it. I was waiting for that. As soon as I said that, I was like, damn it, why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs>